This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. And we are back. So I'm here to tell you about Walter Scott being shot in the back. This is the second part of this segment. Uh, The first part I did back uh, when the shooting actually happened. I explained um, what actually went down and why it was so egregious. If you want to listen to that, you can go back into our old show archives and check that out. But this week, I'm here to tell you about uh, a new indictment. And this is a uh, an indictment of Michael Slager. He's the police officer who shot Walter Scott. Uh, And this indictment is by the Department of Justice. And it is for criminal civil rights violations. Now, one thing you should note is that Michael Slager is actually already facing murder charges under South Carolina law. He has already been indicted in South Carolina under state law, but that's not what this is about. This is about federal law and the violation of federal civil rights laws. And so he could actually be convicted under both state law and federal law. But just with respect to federal law, if he is convicted of the three counts that he is facing of violating Walter Scott's federal civil rights, he could face up to life in prison under federal law for these violations and up to a $250,000 fine for the same. So what is actually going on? Well, Michael Slager has been indicted by the Department of Justice for three different counts of, uh, and, and these three counts are all crimes under federal laws for federal civil rights violations, as I already mentioned. The first one is pretty straightforward. It is that he deprived Scott of his civil rights under the color of law, meaning he used his official capacity position as a police officer, as law enforcement, to take away Walter Scott's civil rights. The second count of the indictment says that he used a weapon in order to violate the civil rights. There's like nothing more really straightforward about that. And the third count of the indictment is obstruction of justice. So I'm going to explain these a little more detail. I'm going to tell you why it's so rare for this to happen. And then I'll kind of end by just giving you some of my thoughts. So the first count, when Slager shot Walter Scott in the back without any legal justification in April of 2015, he took away his constitutional right to quote unquote, be free from the use of unreasonable force by a law enforcement officer. And therefore he deprived Scott of his civil rights in doing so. The second count is very simple. It says that he used a weapon, specifically a Glock 2145 caliber pistol, in order to deprive Scott of his civil rights. And the third count is obstruction of justice. And that charges that he intentionally misled state investigators about what had happened between him and Walter Scott, that he falsely told investigators that he fired his weapon at Scott while Scott was coming towards him and trying to grab his taser, uh, when in reality, the truth was that Michael Slager was actually, uh, you know, knew that Scott was running away and that he repeatedly fired his weapon at Scott as he was running away from him. Um, Notably, and this is really important, is that although Scott was black and Selena definitely mentioned that at the beginning of the show, the one thing Slager has not been charged with is depriving depriving Scott of his civil rights based on his race. So apparently the federal government, when they presented this indictment, I don't know if it's a situation where they presented that charge and the grand jury decided not to indict him on that charge because they think they didn't have enough evidence to support it um, or whether the federal government did not present that count. Uh, we're never going to know that because grand jury proceedings are secret. Um, but either way, uh, it should be noted that, uh, you know, while there is a charge of depriving somebody of your civil rights based on your race, that is not what is going on here. This is simply about the use of excessive force because Scott was running away and about the, uh, the cover up or alleged cover up. Um, But we all saw the video. So, you know, I use the word alleged because 
you know, he's innocent until proven guilty. Still a criminal court. He still gets the benefit of proof beyond a reasonable doubt. But we've seen the video uh, so we can all make the determination that it's pretty clear Scott was running away. Uh, So why is this such a big deal? Well, it's extremely rare and extremely uncommon for the Department of Justice to bring these types of criminal civil rights violations. And the reason why it is so rare is because the Department of Justice has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that an officer willfully violated a victim's civil rights by knowingly using more force than the law allows. In fact, the Pittsburgh Tribune Review, which is a newspaper, did a report last year, and they found that federal prosecutors have declined to pursue civil rights allegations against law enforcement officers in 96% of the time since 1995, with most experts blaming the low prosecution rate on the difficult of winning the cases. Um, actually, in out of uh, between 1995 and 2015, there has been 12,703 potential civil rights violations that have been turned down by the Department of Justice. That includes high-profile incidents in Chicago, New York, Ferguson, and Ferguson, Missouri, and thousands of lesser-known instances. Um, But why are they doing this? Well, the federal government is probably trying to send a message, giving the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement and nationwide concerns over police violence, Um, because if he's indicted by the Department of Justice and and he's convicted, it sends a much louder message nationwide to all police officers that, you know what, even if the state's not going to come after you, we as the federal government, we're going to come after you. And guess what? We have jurisdiction to come after you in every state because the federal government and the Department of Justice has the right to come after this. But before we close this out in my last minute, I just want to get back to how appalling this is just on, you know, from a human perspective. Walter Scott was running away from him first off, okay? And as I've talked about during my first quickie, you don't shoot somebody from, we're not allowed legally to shoot somebody as a law enforcement officer if they're running away unless they are a felon who is dangerous and who may be a danger to other people if they escape from you. So if like Charlie Manchin escaped from prison and, you know, started running away and we knew Charlie Manchin was going to go slaughter 500 other people, then it would be appropriate maybe for an officer to shoot Charlie Charlie Manson in the back in that situation. But you know what what Walter Scott was wanted for? He had a warrant, and that warrant was for unpaid child support. And you could feel how you feel about how people should pay their child support, and you know what? People should pay their child support, and Walter Scott, maybe he was under bad circumstances. He didn't have the money. He couldn't pay his child support right now. But guess what? Nobody should be killed because they owe child support and because they have a warrant for owing child support. Because that day, Walter Scott, he wasn't doing anything else wrong. He was pulled over for allegedly committing a child traffic violation. And yet we don't know whether he actually committed a traffic violation or not. And when the police officer went to run his name, Walter Scott knew it was going to come back that he had a warrant. And guess what? Walter Scott, he didn't want to hurt that police officer. He wasn't trying to, you know, to attack him or to assault him or, you know, anything like that. He hadn't committed any other crime that day. His only crime was being poor and owing this child support money. And he was like, you know what? I don't want to go to jail today. I don't want anything to happen to me today. So I'm going to run away from this guy. You know, maybe I'm going to get out of it. Maybe I'm, I'm not going to get out of it. Maybe I'm going to have to pay this child support back. But you know what? I just don't want to go to jail today. And I'm not doing anything wrong other than owing this money. So I'm going to run. And guess what? He runs and he gets shot. And you know what? And nobody in a civilized society should be shot in the back by a police officer, whether you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, doesn't matter. It Just no human being should be shot in the back by a police officer while they're running away over unpaid child support. That is not appropriate in a civilized society.
No, thank you for that, Alyssa. I mean, no arguments here. Walter Shaw, we will continue to follow this case. Again, no one has been um, convicted. They have this. The cop has only been charged, which, again, is a step forward to, for our progress. On that note, we do have to say goodbye. But don't worry. If you want to listen back or you miss some parts of the show, you can always subscribe to, our, to us on iTunes at LYVBH Radio. You should also check out our website, LYVBH.com, because we have a number of editorials coming out being produced by Stanley and myself. And also we have great writers like Chris Thomas. So if you want to read some original thought pieces, definitely check us out there. And one quick shout out to the stream team. That's my nickname for you guys. So on Ustream, as you guys are chatting with us, um, Ghost Text 15 has been very active today. Shout out to the stream team. We love you guys. Yeah, thanks so much for everyone who called, left a comment on Politically Preposterous or the stream team. We definitely love you for that. And you know what? We'll love you even more if you tune in next week. God willing, next Sunday we'll be back here on WHCR 90.3 FM, The Voice of Harlem. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard. Seem like the whole city go against me Every time I'm in the street I hear W-H-C-R 90.3 FM New York